Hey everybody and welcome to a special bonus episode of My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. For those who may not know, September is NICU Awareness Month, something very dear to my heart as my daughter was born prematurely and journeyed through the NICU. I'm so excited to have a special guest, Jim Burke, with me on the show to help bring awareness. He's a NICU dad and a NICU nurse. Stay tuned. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. All right. So Jim, when you think of NICU Awareness Month, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Um, right now, I'd I'm just in love with the NICU. So it just makes me think of like all the wonderful nurses that are there that I'm learning from um, that just take great care of um, those babies and who really know a lot of, a lot of little tiny like details and little things about taking care of very sick and premature babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you say, um, how would you even describe your experience as both a NICU dad and a NICU nurse? Um, it's so as a, as a NICU nurse, it's, it's just wonderful. I love everything I do. I love being there and I love being able to, to know that the care I'm giving is just like this vital care that this um, baby needs in order to get them and transition them and help them to get back home safely. Um, as a nurse, I just know exactly what that those parents are feeling and what they're going through. It's yeah, as it, a you know you and you've experienced that, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it, there's so many emotions. You're you're you know you're happy that your baby is getting taken care of, but there's just this underlying like uh, just worry and fear and anxiety, you know, what if something goes wrong or, or what if yeah. this isn't going the right way or, you know, am I doing the right things? Is this the right, you know, treatment option? And you just worry about all those things. So as a nurse, I know I can, you know, just empathize and, and just have a good conversation. Um, I've been able to be there when the parents first come in and just kind of explain, here's all the equipment, you know, here's what this equipment is for. Here's what it's, you know, it's, Here's how we're helping your baby. Um, and I just trying to, you know, help and, and ease them. And, and then, you know, can I get you anything? Do you, do you need anything right now? Can I, you know, and just trying to make them comfortable because mm-hmm. I know that they're, they're, um, they're going through all of that. Uh, the, yeah. biggest, the biggest thing for me and my wife as um, parents with a NICU kid was this, this, this this like sadness you know like you're, mm-hmm. it was our first kid you you expect to 
have this beautiful baby and you build, you know, a crib and you have all these showers and you have all this stuff. And then, you know, you have a baby and you come home and the house is empty and it's, yeah. just, it's just hard to deal with that. You know, it's, and, and there's nothing that we could have done differently, really. It's just the way, that's just the path we took, but it was sad. It was just this underlying yeah. grief. My wife would just sit at the bedside and just cry and cry and cry. Yeah. And so it's just hard. So, you know, I get both sides of it and I just tried to work hard to make sure that every interaction I have with those parents is just, you know, how can I help you today? And how can I, you know, how can I make this better and smoother for you? And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just trying to, to work hard at that as well as taking care of their baby. Yeah. What would you say is the hardest part? Um, so the hardest part of, of a NICU nurse is, and I have not done this for very long, but I've already experienced a loss and it, it wasn't my infant. Um, but I was, uh, it was, I was very close by and, and I'm mm-hmm. watching that unfold, you know, with compressions and giving medicine and, and wow. doing every single thing that they could do, you know, within a very short period of time, we had a, a team of, you know, 12 people around mm-hmm. and you know respiratory was there and and pharmacy was there and you know everyone was there and there was nothing that they could do and I went to the debrief afterwards and they ran it by other physicians at other hospitals and they again said there was nothing that we could have done nothing that we could have done differently nothing that we could have done and I mean that just that hurt like I yeah I was I'm able sure. to hold it together got in my car and I just like ugly cried I'm sure yeah I just destroyed like two McDonald's napkins with all <laughs> I had in my car and it was just you know and That's people, serious. <laughs> it was and people were like walking by because I'm in the parking lot uh, mm-hmm. it's a, you know and I'm just like just please don't stop just keep walking because I, I just need to let this out and yeah and then it just sat with me for like two or three weeks you know you'd walk by that bedside where that that baby was and it was wow. just sat with me and it took me probably about three weeks just to get over that feeling that you know that wow you know that just weighed on me and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll never forget it as my first but like yeah it's just yeah that's the hard part knowing that you know someone that's born so 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 early only has you know a 50-50 shot at surviving yeah yeah that's, that's tough, tough you know yeah so. I know it's been a while um since your um, son was in the NICU, but how would you say your experience um, as a dad varied from your wife's as a mom? Um, I mean, it's definitely different. So, you know, moms, NICU moms have got a bunch of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. You know, that mater- <laughs> you know yeah, you, you get it. The, you know, the, you have the maternal instinct and that you're trying to bond. Yep. And, and that baby knows you, you know, as, as a NICU nurse, I can see that now that, that, that baby knows you and they know their scent and they know your voice mm-hmm. and they know you. And, you know, uh, as a dad, it's, it's there. It's just different. Um, gotcha. and as a mom, like, you know, most NICU moms, not all are, are also trying to breastfeed, but they can't, uh-huh. so they have to pump. And so you're pumping every two or three hours on top of trying to, you know, get to the bedside and, and mm-hmm. get to the bedside and visit and, and all these other duties you have going on in your life. And if you have other kids at home, well, then you've got that responsibility as well. Yeah. So, yeah, as a NICU dad, I, you know, I was just 
trying to be as supportive as I can. I actually went back to work just because I was like, well, my wife's here at the bedside. There's not really not much I could do, you know, that's going to be different for her. And, you know, she's still sad and our, our baby was fine. So I went back to work and then we're in our baby came home then I was able to come and take a couple more days off and gotcha you know but it, yeah as a mom it's different so as a dad it's just yeah being as supportive as you can but you know I've also seen um as a nurse I've also seen dads who are very you know um intimidated by this whole experience and they they don't mm-hmm. you know and so yeah just you know uh, just trying to help them get through that process of, Hey, you know, get your hands in here and just put your hands on your baby at least, or, you know, change, come in here and change a diaper with me and, you know, just trying to get them involved as well. Um, but yeah, their biggest role is going to be supporting mom. Cause I think moms go through so much more and they, you know, and the weight of that, of having all those extra duties of, of, of feeding and pumping and mm-hmm. you know, worrying anxiety really is a lot more than us dads. So. Yeah. Got you. What would you say are the most common misconceptions about NICUs that you've come across? Um, you know, that's a tough one. It's, um, I guess the, the biggest misconception is that we're here taking care of your baby as a nurse and as a man, you know, as a medical team. And, and the, although that's true, it's the misconception is it's our baby and, and it, obviously is not it's it's your baby and you know as the whole NICU experience is trying to move towards a not just a family-centered care but trying to move to where the family is taking care of the baby got you and we're just there to help them along so um you know there's there's some NICUs out there that are actually having the um the the parents like change the amount of oxygen that the baby is getting based on their vital signs which is something really nurses, yeah which is something nurses do but it's a teachable skill and, and we can be at the bedside to help with that process and, and make sure that they're you know there and they're making good decisions but yeah like trying to go in that direction of this is your baby you know and, and this is your patient and and we're just going to help you to manage these things but trying to get that away from oh let me do that and you can just you know watch kind of a thing so yeah the misconception would be that we're taking care of your baby you know we, we'd really you know, as nurses as well I'd really love for you to get in there and take care of your baby I had um yeah um, I had a mom um with twins and she and 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 I took care of very recently and these are feisty little little boys <laughs> right they're just like grabbing at their tubes all the time and they're fussy and they're very uh, premature yep. but they're you know they're just feisty fussy little babies and I tell you that mom came in and she did skin to skin with both those little babies for like an hour wow I got to put them back in their little isolates and I'm telling you such a difference like for the next three hours these guys were just calm as a cucumber and I'm sure yeah and yeah and their vitals are fine and they're, and they're very relaxed and so yeah like it it makes a huge difference and I as a NICU nurse and I think most NICU nurses want that we want you as a parent to come in and, and spend time with your kid and do skin to skin because they know you and the, the, and there's been study after study after study that shows that the skin to skin time is better in the long run and the short run for your baby. And so, yeah, like trying to help with that process, but as well, because it's intimidating you, 
um, I was talking to, you know, other NICU nurses and they're like, yeah, we have babies on vents and we still do skin to skin. And I'm like, how does that happen? And they're like, yeah, here's how you do it. And you, you have to protect, yeah. the, protect that airway and you got to do this, but we'll get three nurses in there and we'll all three of us we'll make it work baby. Exactly. Cause it's the best thing for the baby and it's the best thing for mom and, and dad too. Like it's, it's good for you as a parent to bond with your baby but it's also good for the baby. It's good, you know, for their vitals and it's good mm-hmm. for their breathing. It's good for all these things. So, yeah, I think that would be, that would be the, something we're trying to like steer towards. Got you. Yeah. I definitely think that's important. Um, especially as a parent, um, having a child away from home, mm-hmm. you still want to feel a part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think it, it can easily, you know, you can easily feel as if you're, you know, you have to get the visitor's pass. So you already feel like a visitor. Yeah. You know, and you have, you know, certain times that's best to hold them, certain times yeah. that that's best to feed them, you know, so you yeah. already have that dynamic. So at least being able to give the bath or to change the diaper or even yeah. go so far as to switch out the oxygen, I think is mm-hmm. is definitely important um, and helps with with bonding so when they come home it's not like such of a drastic shift um like we at least know a little bit about what to do (laughs) yeah exactly exactly yeah what would you um say is is most important to you to bring awareness um yeah so that's a good question i think you know like if i could if you could sit back and look at the big picture like we as a country we have very expensive health care but our outcomes for infants and for pregnant women, pregnant women is not the best, you know? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we as a country just, I think we'd love to just see some changes in, you know, we don't have a, um, any kind of laws that would help for parents to be able to take time off of work. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing is, 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 I would think incredibly important in the NICU because you've got moms and dads who are trying to go back to work and they're trying to make stuff happen and that's hard. Yeah. Um, And then on top of that, like we don't have great, you know, uh, prenatal care is, is it's good, but it's, you look at other countries have better outcomes when it comes to, when it comes to um, pregnancy, high risk pregnancies, Um, you know, so you know, they just do a better job of, of, of infant mortality and, and better outcomes of babies. So, um, yeah. And so, you know, like on a, on a more personal level, like, you know, if you're a pregnant woman or if you know one, or you're trying to help support someone that you care about, who's pregnant, like they've got to listen to their doctor, right. When you when your blood pressure starts to go up, mm-hmm. like that is a huge red flag. And it's not just for, Hey, you know, something, you know, might happen, but like, just blood pressure, your increase in blood pressure does such physiological things to the baby. So the baby's already living in this like hypoxic environment, like this environment where it's kind of a, a low oxygen, much lower oxygen than outside of the womb. And gotcha. so they're, they're living in this hypoxic environment. But if there's blood pressure issues, that constricts that even more. So they're getting less oxygen. They're getting less nutrients. They can become growth restricted. They come out and they're um, have problems with their blood sugars. They come out, you know, smaller than average, you know, and, and, and it puts them at risk for, for, you know, delivering early. And so, yeah, if you, if you, if you have someone out there that, that, you know, and love that's pregnant, like they've make sure they're going to their doctor appointments, make sure they're listening to their doctor because you think, Oh, well, my blood pressure is a little high. Or, ah, I've got a little bit of a headache. And I think everyone, you know, we're all so easy to dismiss 
symptoms and things that are red flags like oh it's okay mm-hmm. yeah especially, especially if you're worried about the cost of your medical care if you're worried yeah. about well it's going to cost me another hundred bucks if i go back to the doctor mm-hmm. I, I get it but it's important when you're pregnant because you're dealing with you know your life but also the life of of your you know of your child so so yeah making sure that they you know help them um support them with their appointments with listening to their doctor and and taking that advice yeah yeah most definitely um what advice would you give to um fellow nurses um so most nurses are, are just there their their hearts in it they're they're passionate about it and and they're and they're good some nurses you know they're just you know, maybe people have been around for a little while or, you know, maybe they're just not, they're not quite, I'm not sure what the, what, what the issue would be, but I've seen nurses who are like, oh, well, maybe this baby shouldn't come out. You know, if mom wants to come, like, I, you know, I was given a report and saying mom might be back and they really want to hold again. Well, I don't know about that. Well, you know, stop right there. Like Got you. the yeah. best thing for that baby is to get outside of that isolate to get outside of that bed and be held by mom and dad even if it's more work for you even if you think it's kind of a hassle as long as they can do it for 30 minutes or more research has shown that is the best thing for the baby as well as the mom who's all you know and the dad who's also dealing with this but yeah you know if you think about a baby and 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 what they need they need that skin-to-skin contact because 20 plus hours a day they're just spending you know, in this very sterile environment. And we try hard as NICU nurses to keep the, you know, we worry about lights and we worry about, you know, mm-hmm. clustering care. We do all these things and they, they all help. But the best thing possible is to get them out and do some skin to skin with mom or dad and try not to be an obstacle in that ever. Trying to got you supportive of that, trying to make sure that happens. You know, if mom and dad are kind of on the fence about it, just give them that little nudge because they're they're intimidated and, and they they're yeah. worried just trying to push them and say nope this is what's best let's, let's go ahead and do this as long as you can sit here for a half hour go to the bathroom get a drink of water come back and we'll make this happen so yeah 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 definitely encouraging it exactly yeah and and initiating it so that they feel welcome to do it exactly because it yeah. is very intimidating you walk in and, and there's yeah. monitors and there's blinking and there's lights and there's like all this stuff going on and you're like oh my gosh like I can't do this. Well, yeah, you can. And we'll, we'll help you to do this and we'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What advice would you give to parents or um, even family members of, of parents that have children in the NICU? Yeah. I mean, you know, just like anyone else who's, who's going through, you know, um, if you, if you have a loved one who's, who's visiting the hospital on a regular basis, like, you know, it's hard. Like you said, you got a visitor pass, you have to worry about parking and what time am I going to get there and what's the best time. So, being absolutely supportive as possible. And if they have other kids at home, that is just an extra layer, right. Of, of, of stuff. Did you, did you have kids bef- um, outside of the kid that was in the NICU or no? Um, No, she's my first. She's your first. So yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I just know parents who've had that experience and they're having to balance. Well, I can't stay here very long because I've got the yep. year old at home. And so I get that. So yeah, if you're, if you know someone in the NICU, just, Hey, can I watch your kids tonight? Or, Hey, I'm free, you know, tomorrow can i can i help you guys you know to get to the hospital can i drop you off can i take care of so and so you know trying to help them as you know maybe you can make them dinners you know whatever you can do to support them because it is such an emotional like process to go through to have your child and make you you know um trying to help them with those little things of life of 
driving places and children and getting them to school or getting them to preschool or, you know, daycare or whatever would definitely be a huge help. You know, as much as even just one little thing you could do for them a day would be a big help. And then supporting them and saying, hey, you know, do you want to talk about this? Do you want to, you know, yeah. being a, a, a there and, and available for them to be able to vent and, 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 and talk about this because it's such a, you know, uh, emotional experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Would, um, what are, let's see, what would you say is the most significant lesson that you have learned as one, as a NICU nurse, and then secondly, as a, as a NICU dad? Um, you know, it, it, it really is that big human connection, right? Like you don't, you know, we run around our day to day and, and I've got people in my life and I got people I care about, mm-hmm. but you don't take time necessarily to, to really think about what that means to you until maybe you lose someone, right? Like got you. so important that you lose. And you're like, wow, that person's important to me, but you don't realize those day to day interactions and how important it is to have human connection. And, and it's the same thing in the NICU, like those babies need human connection. There's just, so as NICU is going to big picture of mood from, these big open areas where we could see all the babies to, Oh, they need to all have private rooms so that the family can have some privacy. And we've done that in the last 10 years or so, but now we're finding out that babies who don't get a lot of visitors and, and don't have a lot of, um, you know, contact have worse outcomes. Gotcha. So, you know, having that connection, having, you know, being able to connect with people, even if it's just holding, you know, your infant skin to skin for a half an hour, a day is such is so important and it's the same thing in life right like if if we run around with our head down in the sand and we just grinding through and grinding through and we don't bother to look up and realize how important those connections are in your life they mean so much and they can do so much for you as a person that Mm -hmm. yeah if you miss out on that like yeah you're missing out a big part of life because you know that's what life's all about right it's about love about connecting yeah and so yeah, I, I've definitely learned that as both a, a nurse um, and seeing that. Like I was just amazed when I got to, you know, uh, I already said it, but having that that mom come in and hold these twins, and then watching these little twins for like the next hour, two hours after mom had left and gone home, and and they're just so peaceful and content. Yeah, you know? and it's just amazing what that human connection, that little bit of interaction, can do for these little infants and, and it reminds you of what human connection can do for us as people, right? That great interaction you have with that person. Yeah. Wow. That really made my day talking to that person and, and connecting with them and, you know, and so, yeah, just looking back and, and knowing that that's super important to our lives as well as to kids. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. So it forms like a whole new community. Yeah. 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 And that you can, there can be positive that comes out of, something that's often viewed as negative and mm-hmm. um and depressing like it can still you can still find community yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah i think taking advantage of the resources and also um if there are activities or support groups um on the hospital's campus you know i think that's also important to take advantage of um to foster that community yeah yeah absolutely there are definitely groups out there of of 
current and former NICU parents, um, both online, but yeah, absolutely in person. If you can, if you're involved in that, um, you can be involved in that. I'm sure that's a huge, you know, I know it's a huge help as well to be able to talk to people, you know, just like anything in life. If you can talk to someone who's been through it and knows what you're going through and got down in the mud and, and got dirty like that, just like you did, then yeah, that's a whole different level of connecting. So yeah, reaching out to those people as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The last thing that I wanted to mention, um, I know, you know, you've had a, a good experience, you know, being a NICU nurse. Um, but considering that you did um, go through the NICU with your son and just how the NICU experience itself can be traumatizing for parents, was there ever like a time as a NICU nurse that maybe the beeping or, you know, um, the the traumatizing parts of the NICU experience as a parent that that kind of came up while you were um, being a NICU nurse? Um, yeah, like, so, you know, this is a, a long time ago, I know, but, but yeah, my wife and I still remember that one nurse who it was just a little bit negative and started talking about all the things that could potentially be wrong with our infant and okay. walking down this weird path of, well, you know, we don't know about his kidneys and we don't know about this. And that just like freaked us out. Yeah. You know, and, and just those little tiny things where she didn't even say that there is something wrong, but just the potential of it. And so, yeah. And I, I've, I've seen that, you know, with, with, um, with some, you know, of my coworkers where I just wish that, Oh, you know, you, you really could have worded that a little bit, you know, different. And again, not that we have to be super delicate, but you're dealing mm-hmm. with, like you said, it really is. It feels like this trauma that you're going through with, you, you know, you've got the sadness and you've got this grief and you've got all these emotions um, mixed in there, just trying to, yeah, be as, as comforting and supporting. And most time, most nurses are super empathetic and super, mm-hmm but yeah there's definitely some out there you know I, I remember uh, giving a report and that one nurse is just like yeah I don't know if that's such a good idea to get that baby out and I'm just like oh you know like I just want to <laughs> scream at her like come on I got no, you that's what you know that's not what we're here for we're not here for you to make your job easier got we're, you you know like so yeah like it's it's I've seen that already like uh so yeah it's and just trying to you know I'm I'm a peer so I can't tell you what to do but trying to have that conversation and say, well, I mean, I get what you're saying, but don't be. Yeah. Offer a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I know I said that was the last thing, but now that I'm thinking about it, um, I know you retail management for a while. Um, how has your transition from retail management to, you know, this, this emotional, I mean, that's a shift from, (laughs) You know, oh, yeah. retail management to, you know, being being responsible and, and helping um, take care of people's, you know, yeah. health yeah. and, you know, how has that transition been from um, retail management to NICU nurse? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I've been a retail manager now for about 13 years and worked my way up from assistant manager up to store manager and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I felt like I was a really good, strong leader and I just felt that need to do something else with my life so you know as a nurse it's 
I'm glad I got on this path. Cause if I was a brand new nurse, like right out of college, man, I, I remember those days where I was just like fearful of everything, right? <laughs> like I was worried about think of me and what is this person, you know, going to say, or what, when they said this thing, what did it mean? You know, I remember thinking about those things as a young, young, you know, person out of school, but now I can sit back and say, you know, no, like I've got to the point in my career and in my life where, you know, I want feedback, but I don't care necessarily what your opinion about me is. And so I can just be able to push those things aside and say, nope, I'm gotcha. not going to let that bother me. And, and I, you know, I, I don't care. And so, yeah, I, it's really helped me so that I can tune those things out. And it's helped me in that I think that I can be much more present with anyone, any one person. I, I'm there and I'm not worried about what you're thinking or what I'm thinking about what you're thinking or any of that gotcha. garbage. So when I'm talking to a parent, yeah, I'm, I'm present and I'm there and I'm focused on you. And so, um, you know, that, that experience of also like, there's also been times as, as a manager, when you're, you know, getting yelled at by a customer and things are kind of going South and, and your, mm-hmm. and your body's doing that fight or flight. And so your body's like fighting against you because your body's like, you got to raise your voice and you got to shout. You got to fight here and, and you're trying to stay calm. And so, yeah, I, I've got that experience where I can be cool as a cucumber, even if my body's telling me, no, that's not what you should be doing right now. So, yeah, I think it's gotcha. it's really helped me out to be at this point. And, uh, you know, I don't have that regret of, oh, well, I should have done this years ago. Well, no, the, the stuff I did years ago has helped me tremendously on this path that I'm at. And this is my path. And I, I love it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really helped me out, I think. Yeah, that's I like that. That's that's good, because although it can seem like two totally different, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, avenues, it, you the experience that you gained in retail management has even carried on. Yeah. Um, into yeah. this. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So where can you be found on social media? Um, yeah, I'm not a big social media person. <laughs> like if you, <laughs> that's totally fine. I, I, yeah. I, I don't have many followers. I don't follow many people. So yeah, it's, uh, Twitter's at Jim Burke, um, two T W O. Um, but yeah, I, um, you know, it's, it's been nice to be able to connect with, with people, you know, online that, the uh, and kind of see what they do. I, I get to follow Nick U nurses, see what they gotcha, do with yeah. other Nick U's without, ever having to really met them or, or have to drive to their NICU. And so that that's the part about social media that I really enjoy is being able to yeah. you know, see what other people are experiencing doing. Um, and I, I love saving little bits and things and like, Oh, look what this NICU is doing. And so that, you know, we like can, ideas. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Hey, yeah. how can I bring that into our NICU? Cause that's a great idea. You know, I've seen Nick, NICU nurses who would like celebrate the milestones, right? So They'll make mm-hmm. little cards or some out there even making little like beads. Beads of courage. Yeah, exactly. But like those milestones of, Hey, this is their first time um, off of oxygen support. Here's the first time that they got off of um, gavage or tube feedings. And yeah. here's the first time that they did this, their first bath, their first this, and just, you know, in, in the NICU, that sounds really, you know, weird. Like you'd celebrate them not having two feedings. Heck yeah, we do. Because uh, yeah, every milestone. little thing matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I want I want ours to get there someday. And we're going through a lot of change right now. So right now it's probably not a great time for me to jump up and say, hey, I've got you know. But I'm definitely <laughs> want to bring that idea, you know, to our NICU and bring these great ideas that I pick up from social media into our NICU. So that's what I really love about. Um, being on on Twitter especially is seeing what other people are doing yeah yeah most definitely it's 
it's helpful and helps to spark ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, Jim, for um, agreeing to be a part of the show. Um, it's been good getting the perspective from not just a dad, but also a nurse too, um, especially as a male nurse. Um, it's good to see like your perspective and to hear your experience. So I appreciate you being willing to be a part. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. It's, it's really been nice connecting with you and, and uh, yeah, been a good conversation. So thanks. Yeah. So thank you to everyone for tuning in and make sure that you connect with Jim on Twitter. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE podcast conversation starter stick available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms by gracenp.com and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.